hey how's it going okay so if you're hearing this you're probably like what's going on why are you talking to me like this uh, well so we we, we went through a rebrand we originally were speaking of which we're now drunken book club but i wanted to keep old episodes alive so here are the episodes before the main update to drunken book club these are you know episodes that we did on a bunch of different books before we rebranded to Drunken Book Club, I keep referring to us as Drunken Book Club, but also reference speaking of which, which is the old podcast. So there we are. Also, our new socials for this are at DBC underscore pod for Twitter, and our Patreon is patreon.com slash drunken book club. Definitely recommend checking it out. It's only a dollar a month, and you can tell us what books to read. Alright, well, that's it. You guys enjoy the episode. Bye-bye. Hello and welcome to Drunken Book Club. I'm your widow baby host, Christopher the Whoopold. Who babysit me? And I cry at conflict, Sam. Oh, I'm the baby. Babysit me. Ooh. Be five bucks an hour. Oh, not in this economy <laughs> and in this book. I was going to say in the 2023 economy, that's a fucking good deal. Yeah, that's a good deal, but not... But in the 80s, that's fucking like... That's, that's a bad... That's a raw deal right there. That's, that's an expensive-ass babysitter, like... And if you couldn't guess or looked at the title of this episode, <laughs> like some kind of maniac, uh, we read The Babysitter's Club number one, Christie's Great Idea, as recommended to us by this person here it was spongy you recommended the first book it, it of course it was fucking spongy come on rupal how could you not remember this come on so, someone said to read the first one and i because i had asked what was the best one to kind of like start re- on not even start on just to read because like i feel like you can just jump right into these yeah and even after this one i'm like yeah it would have been easy just to jump right in <laughs> i feel like they're gonna go over the same talking points because like i on the wikipedia page they literally explain how the structure of the book is First chapter is literally introducing all the characters. Chapter two is introducing us to what the concept of the Babysitter's Club is. The rest is plot of the book. So, for future reference, that's that's how they all are, apparently. At least that's what the Wikipedia page says. So, yeah, we, we read this one. What did we pre-game on this week, Sam? Uh, is it gummy? Is it called gu- the gummy bear? Is that what we, I had two of? We drank... Yeah, Sam had two... Two drinks called the Gummy Bear. Uh, if you have your little black uh, book of cocktails, turn to page like 98, if I'm not mistaken, or 99, and you'll find this cocktail. It's a very simple one. It's three quarters amaretto, three quarters southern comfort, and three quarters uh, melon liqueur. Then you fill the... Uh, you, you also make sure you fill it with ice and you shake it up. But then you, uh, before you fill, finish up, you p- put equal parts orange juice and pineapple juice. If you're smart like us, buy pineapple orange juice. Yeah. And it cuts off the middle, man. You just gotta we don't have it. to have two different juices in the fridge and then waste probably the pineapple juice. I would drink the pineapple juice. I mean, I, it's not that I wouldn't drink it. It's just I would It'd make my cum taste better. Drink it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sam had two of those. I had two of them as well. Sam, what are you currently nursing? Water, because I don't want to get too fucked up. Yeah, because it, it's a pretty hefty drink. It's it, it's quite a few, it's it's a shot and a half of alcohol, so it's it's quite a bit. And Sam had two of them. I had two as well. I'm I'm feeling tipsy, but not as tipsy as her. So I was like, yeah, I'll have a drink. I'll it's have... actually two and a quarter. No, it's no, it's one and a half shots. No, because three quarters plus three quarters is one and a half, and then you have another three quarter. One and a half is a shot. <laughs> did i just blow your mind no i just didn't realize yeah one and a half shots worth of alcohol yes okay yes <laughs> who bartends well i don't currently but who has bartended you have yes thank you I, I, and i'm currently nursing a mike's hard lemonade seasonal pack a uh, seasonal pick strawberry kiwi i wanted one of those but yeah i'm two i told her she had enough you can have a tip maybe see if you like it that is yummy. Yeah, it has, it has a very nice strawberry taste to it. 
Stay on the floor. There we go. <laughs> okay, Sam. Um, so let's get into the book. Sam, what were your first impressions? What did you think this book was going to be about? I thought it was going to be about establishing the babysitter's club. Like, honestly, like, <laughs> it's the first one. It's the whole setup for the fucking premise. Like, uh, Christy, Christy's great idea. Gee, I wonder what it is. <laughs> Maybe, hey, you know what? Maybe they were already babysitter's club, and she just had a great idea of, like, what if I shove this, shove my finger off this crocodile's behind no no i was like no this is probably what it is because this is my the first, first impressions i think this will be about four girlfriends who will start a babysitter's club right i mean what else can happen in the first book <laughs> yeah you're giving me shit but <laughs> that was the thing that i wrote as well <laughs> yeah there's uh it's pretty cut and dry on that one but I did do five pages of notes. I don't know how many pages you did. I did one and a half. So. But to be fair, I also spit red because fair as much. And I I do the synopsis, and my synopsis yeah. are my notes. Yeah. Okay, so let me go over this cover for y'all. Okay, uh, we have a. This is not the first printing cover, if I remember correctly. This is a it's different. Still an older. It's not a new version. It's not the newest version, which has cartoon girls on it. This has very realistically drawn girls. Very well done, I think. Yeah. Uh, we have four girls lounging in a bedroom. A blonde is on the floor drinking a generic diet soda, who we find out later on is Stacy. Uh, two girls are sitting on the bed. One is Claudia, and the other is, uh, Mary Ann. Uh, and one is eating a candy bar while the other is taking notes, and the final girl is in a director's chair on the phone. The final girl, she survives. Yeah, Christy, she's... Uh, Actually, no, Marianne gets a boyfriend in the 10th book. So... Mm, So Christy might be. Yeah, yeah. And she's the one who's not interested in boys, so she would be the virgin, virginal, uh... Most likely, at least. Yeah, most likely to survive. Although, do they count if you don't have... What? If it's not a guy. What do you mean? Like, if if you have sex with, like, a... If you're... If you, like, have lesbian sex, does that count? I feel like it still counts. I feel like... The, I feel like if you've had sex with someone else, even if it's lesbian sex, it's still losing your like virginity. Like non, non-penetrative or... Yeah, that's yeah. still... You're still lost your virginity. Yeah, no, I agree. I was just more wondering because I don't know, like... I don't know horror movie, like... Lesbians who listen to the podcasts, w- chime in with your opinion. We care more about your lesbian opinion on this one. Yeah. We are the top-rated lesbian podcast... For all book-loving lesbians, I have no actual diagnostics on this, but I uh, I like to think we're very popular with the lesbian community. Uh, the podcast does have quite a few lesbian followers. Yay. Uh, Yay, you're, lesbians. You're, you're all awesome. You're all wonderful. Love you lots. Yes. I am not done with my cover, though. <laughs> there is a Nancy Drew book on the floor. It's the first one, The Secret of the Old Clock. Hmm. Yeah, that, that was something I noticed. Well, and you know, I actually noticed it when I was finishing up and I was trying to figure out what year it was. Yeah. And it has that as like a copyright thing. Yeah, yeah. Would make sense though. Yeah. Okay, so let's get uh, let's get started. Chapter one. Uh, Christy has a big idea. No, that's not... They, 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 they don't have titles. I actually wanted to name all the chapters because I had really good names for them. But I was like, that's not Chris. <laughs> Chapter one. The narrator of our story is Christy. She's in class at Stony Brook Middle School. It's a scorcher of a day and Christy is in her final class, Social Studies, with Mr. Redmond. When the school bell rings, ending the school day at 2.42, Christy jumps out of her chair and shouts, Hooray! Mr. Redmond dismans- dismisses... Dismounts. Yeah, he, he made the dismount. Good on him. He, like, does the hands up, he like... did it! Yeah! Solid footwork. Good job. Yeah. Mr. Redmond dismisses the class, except for Christy, and asks her to give him a hundred-word essay on prepper de- classroom decorum. So something I'm gonna nitpick there from Mr. Redmond more than anything? Yeah. Hundred words? Yeah. It's a fucking paragraph. Yeah. That's not an essay. I mean, it's... he. It's not a homework assignment. Yeah. Like, let's be fair here. It's not yeah. a homework assignment, and if I'm going to force a kid to do something like that, a hundred words isn't going to kill them. No, I'm say- I'm not saying it's over the top. I'm just going, like, semantic-wise. It would not be an essay. It's an essay. Essays are multiple paragraphs. <laughs> you can make you can make a hundred words in less than one in one paragraph. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it could be one paragraph. It's a one paragraph. It's not- you could make it one paragraph, but it'd look like shit. No, it wouldn't. I think it would. It wouldn't Prove no. it by doing it now, bitch. Bitch, I am too drunk. Yeah, that's what I thought. That, I didn't Teenage say... Teenage girl answer. 
She's trying to she's trying to be all sneaky and shit. No, she can't get fuck nothing. you. She can't get I'm nothing. sorry. Who wrote fucking essays for four years post high school? I wrote my essay. I write my es- essay every day. You go, yo, yes, essay, what up? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, not much. How you essay? Yeah. An editor's notes to be just an asshole. An essay, by Dictionary.com's definition, is a short literary composition on a particular theme or subject, usually in prose and generally analytic, speculative, or interpretive. I think what she had to write was an essay. Okay, bye. Editor's note over. Bye. Uh, Mary Ann is waiting outside the door for Christy, chewing on her nails. We learn that Mary Ann is an only child with only her dad, who is very strict and overprotective. Christy and Marianne start walking out when Christy totally freaks out. It's her afternoon to watch her little brother, David Michael. That is a horrible name for a child. Like, having David Michael together. George Michael. I'm just saying, two first names is, like, so... And it's not even hyphenated, either. Yeah. It's just David Michael. Yeah. So she's... called David. So she starts rushing out. They arrive at Christy's house and find little David Michael crying outside. He's forgotten his key and has to piss. I know that feel. They let the kid in and make lemonade. <laughs> Sorry, just the phrasing of... They let the kid in and make lemonade, yeah. What, well, two of them make lemonade, okay, Sam? I know. <laughs> so I put they. Christy's family gets home, the last being her mother with pizza. She asks if any of them can watch David Michael tomorrow, but all the kids have plans. Mom calls many people to babysit, but they're all busy, and she finally is able to get Christy to bring her along... Sorry, to bring David Michael along with her babysitting job tomorrow. All this calling gives Christy the idea for... Dot, dot, dot. The Babysitter's Club! She said the word! She said it! I, I was, I was going to drop the clip. <laughs> Chapter, I always drop the clip on that one. Sorry. <laughs> Chapter 2. Christy writes her essay for Mr. Redmonts and finishes her homework before making notes for her Babysitter's Club idea. Let us read what she writes and her idea in the next paragraph. On page 14, Sam. One, members, me, Marianne, Claudia, who else? Two, advertising, flyers, telephone, newspaper, question mark? Three, set up meeting times when clients can call to line up sitters. Where to meet, question mark? You know you can just go, Where newspaper? We can understand. You know you have, you don't need to say question mark each time. Four, weekly dues for expenses? My idea was that Marianne and Claudia and I would form a club to do babysitting. We would tell people, our clients, that at certain times during the week we could all be reached at one number. We could hold our meetings during those times. That way, when someone needs a sitter, he or she could make one phone call and reach three different people. One of us would be available for sure. Of course, people could call us individually at other times, but the beauty of the meetings would be the opportunity to reach several babysitters at once. That way, our clients wouldn't have to go through what mom had just gone through at dinner. And I'm pretty sure that was over 100 words for one paragraph, bitch. Okay, calm down. That was a long paragraph. Yeah, but it wasn't That was a long paragraph. That was not overly long. Also, Claudia was mentioned in the previous chapter as being their more mature artsy-fartsy friend that doesn't hang with them as much. Christy's mom comes in to talk with her, and she does this every night since she feels bad about working, uh, working so much to support her family since her dad divorced her and ran off to California. They have a nice chat, and it's nine, and Christy gets ready to communicate with Marianne via flashlight out the window. This is the stupidest fucking thing. She tells her about the idea that she must tell her tomorrow about. Thank you. <laughs> Mom comes back to Christy's room after the flashlight conversation and tells her she's going on a date on Saturday with a man she's been going steady with for a while named Watson. Why not just call him Melvin with that kind of name? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's a very Melvin name. And he kind of looks like a Melvin in the book. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. The 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 one TV show adaptation that I watched, uh, he's he's not bad looking, not bad. They they definitely did make up make him up a little bit to make him look not as attractive, but he's still an attractive man. But you don't go, oh, what the fuck, mom? Like middle age attractive. Yeah. Uh, Christy doesn't like him much, uh, mostly because she likes her family as it is and doesn't want two more siblings and a balding new dad. I honestly kind of get that in a sense of like. She's going through some stuff, and it feels weird. Yeah, and it definitely it, it definitely is very well conveyed in the book, I think. Yeah. Christy says, uh, sorry, uh, Mom also asks if Christy is willing to babysit Watson's two kids that Saturday morning. 
Christy says no and admits she's refused to babysit his kids three times previously. Mom seems okay with it and leaves Christy to sleep. Chapter 3. Christy wakes up dead because her mom smothered her because she wouldn't listen to her. Uh, Christy runs, sorry, Christy turns in her essay to Mr. Redmond before school and he accepts it. Thus ending this plot line or foreshadowing or whatever the fuck this shit is. Yeah, I'm like, I'm glad it at least was tied off, but it still just kind of felt like okay. Yeah, it felt kind of unnecessary. There's a lot of weird plot lines that just like lead to nothing special. Yeah. Like that, that that's one of my issues with the book. Uh, Chrissy heads to her babysitting job after school with David Michael and Marianne plans on visiting with her kids she's babysitting so they can discuss the babysitter's club. They meet up and Christy explains her idea to Marianne and she's down with the clown of a plan. After they're done with their jobs, they plan to talk with Claudia about it. Christy is nervous about asking Claudia as she has been developing faster and is really into boys now. Uh, Christy and Marianne get to Claudia's house and can we read how she's dressed real quick? Page 25, second paragraph, Sam. So, I rang the Kishi's bell. Claudia came to the door. She was wearing short, very baggy lavender plaid overalls, a white lacy blouse, a black fedora, and red high-top sneakers without, so- without socks. Her long black hair was carefully arranged in four braids. I felt extremely blah compared to her. Fashion icon. We also learn that Claudia is a second-generation American as her parents immigrated from Japan. Christy then tells Claudia her idea, and she loves it. They decide they should hold their meetings at Claudia's house, and they will recruit a new girl named Stacy, who Claudia vouches for. They all agree to meet up tomorrow afternoon. Chapter 4. They all meet up the next day at Claudia's place and meet Stacy, who, like Claudia, is very fashionable. They have a paragraph explaining what they're wearing, and it's grown-worthy. Uh, that I didn't. You don't need to read the paragraph, but it's very grown worthy. I'm like the one thing that I, I think I'm kind of immune to it. Yeah. Partially because it's a very common thing within like young adult girl stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember somebody, like a weird side tangent, just thinking of the how much do you fucking talk about this? Yeah. With my immortal, by the way, <laughs> somebody was able to recreate the outfits because they're that detailed. Because <laughs> it's one of those if you go into that much. Yeah. When you go into that much detail, you can easily yeah. recreate it. Yeah. They like Stacy, and she's an official member of the Babysitter's Club. They're about to plan out what their plans are when Marianne's dad calls her home. They plan to meet up at lunch tomorrow at school. Stacy also mentions she's on a diet even though she's real thin. Do I smell drama? I put Stacy's going to be a very special episode pretty soon. They meet up and talk about advertising at lunch. They also come up with their classic logo, which it is the same logo on the cover. That's yeah. That's it. That's it. It's 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 the building blocks with Babysitters Club. It's a classic logo. Yeah, like it's it's pretty memorable. Yeah, it's not. Chapter five. The bitch is back. The girls meet up and decide everyone's officer job. Christy is president since it was her idea. Claudia is vice president since they're using her room and phone for business. Marianne is secretary because she likes taking notes. And Stacy is treasurer because she, uh, because she claims she's good with numbers and money. I love the claim. Well, because there's no proof. Like, yeah, there's no proof. She's pretty. She's new. like, I'm good with money. They celebrate by eating gummy bears. That's why we had the gummy bear drink, uh, and also why we had the Mike's Hard Lemonade <laughs> because uh, David Michael made lemonade. Also, red uh, lemonade, like the one I'm having. Oh God, <laughs> that is kind of how uh, what's called bloody piss looks like. It's a little more paler than this. No, honestly, you know I know this, right? Like I know you don't. Huh? I know you know. Okay. okay. At first I thought you said, I know you don't, and I was about to be like, Shh. Are you there, God? They celebrate by eating gummy bears. This surprises Stacy, who claims she forgot something at home and would be right back. She returns 20 minutes later without bringing anything, and Chrissy wants to ask more, but doesn't. They make their flyer and head home afterwards. Christy heads home and Watson arrives and brought Chinese food for everyone. Christy loves Chinese food but won't give Watson the satisfaction so she makes herself a fucking sandwich. I'm like, I would fucking break down and eat the Chinese food. Yep. I'm gonna be honest, like, even if I hated the guy. Yeah. Like, if you have my favorite Chinese food, I will, I will eat it. 
He tries talking with her, but she continues to give him the cold shoulder and even berates him for not knowing what his kids play with. Mom has had it with her and demands she apologizes and goes to her room. Christy says sorry, but then adds that, sorry that he's a terrible father. Christy feels bad about what she said and leaves a nice note apologizing to her mom. All I can think of is the John Mulaney thing of, like, he's scared of meeting middle schoolers because they make insults that hurt. Yeah. And that that was, like, the big, that (laughs) that fucking part of, like, how she will just, how she needles him. And I'm like, oh, that's gotta hurt. Like. Chapter six. The club puts out flyers and eagerly waits for calls on that Friday during their meeting. The girls line up a couple jobs and have multiple people call for a Jim Bartolini, which is Christie's brother's prank prank calling him. Prank calling them. I'm like, that's a lame-ass prank to just, like, ask for a random name. It's not even, like, a good no, funny name. No, it is. It's what's it called. You, how he did it was, like, he asked for the name, and you keep asking, and then he's like, are there any messages for Jim Bartolini? Okay. That's the that's the part that's funny, because it's like, you're supposed to, that's, that's how it's supposed to end. Okay. You just missed it, didn't you? I, I just thought it was stupid, because I thought it was going to be, like, Amanda Hug and Kiss, or... No. Or, like, you know, No, you're name. supposed to say a somewhat realistic name, and then be like... Hey, my name's Jim Borgellini. Any messages for me? Oh, okay. Okay, I getcha. You got it now? I got it now. Yeah, okay. Sam, Sam didn't get it. After they leave... I was probably pranked as a child, never knew. <laughs> After they leave, Claudia calls Christy later that night and tells her she lined up another job for herself. Christy is a little disappointed because she normally babysits for those kids on Wednesday mornings. Or, sorry, Wednesday afternoons. Man, I, I, I must have been talking so well on that one. Chapter 7. Christy gets ready for her first babysitting job through the club. When she arrives at the house, she's kind of shocked at first because the house doesn't show any signs of kids. And when she finally meets Buffy and Pinky, she understands why. They're a pair of slobbering St. Bernards. She's a bit apprehensive about the situation as she's a babysitter, not a dog sitter. They're easier than kids. But goes along with it. Two St. Bernards? Hyper-ass St. Bernards? True. You're right. Not Those are heavier than kids. I feel like if they had a fenced-in yard, it would have been easier. Yes, yes. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. She goes outside to play with them, but there's no gates. Uh, or fence, I guess, is what Sam put. But was told they wouldn't run away as long as you play with them. This doesn't bode well as the dogs burrow over her and get away from Christy. She is able to wrang the, wrangle the pair back inside. She has an idea for the rest of the girls. They should write up a brief summary about their experience at their job as to help with future endeavors. Also, no more dog sitting. I honestly think that's a smart idea, because... I mean, when you put babysitting, that doesn't mean dog sitting. Oh no, like that too, like... Yeah. But I'm saying, like, the having notes of, like... Okay, the notes, yeah. If you're like, hey, Mr. Johansson's kid will vomit if you give him pizza, yeah. so don't give him pizza. That's fair, yeah. Even though he will ask for pizza. <laughs> Chapter 8. Claudia apparently had a rough time with her babysitting job on Saturday as well. She had three more kids than expected and they were brats, but she handled the situation like a boss. I literally, like, I, I, I just literally took barely any notes on these chapters because they don't go with this plot at all, but they're really fun chapters. I was gonna say, honestly, I like them though because it does actually feel like babies, you know? Yeah. It's talking about babysitting. Babies, babies were sitted on. Yes. They babysat on the children. Chapter 9. This chapter revolves around Stacy's experience babysitting David Michael. He's an easy kid to babysit, but the real teen drama is that Stacy and Sam, Chrissy's older brother, started hitting it off, even though they have a two-year difference in grades. It's a little creepy. I mean, we and Noelle are four years. But it's also when they met, too. Because <laughs> it's like... That's I mean, he's like... just a freshman, though, and she's seventh grade. It's not that far apart. True. Like... It's not the senior dating the freshman. Yeah, no. It's not the senior dating the freshman. Because I always felt that was creepy. This is the senior dating the sophomore. Yeah, true. (laughs) It's a little weird, but it's not the weirdest. Chapter 10. This is Marianne's chapter about babysitting for Watson's kids. She says they're two cute kids that Chrissy should give a chance. Uh, Marianne is also introduced to Boo Boo, their pet cat that is super fat and doesn't seem to like people. I put Boo Boo's alive and it's everyone's problem. We also learn that they live next door to an eccentric old woman named Mrs. Porter who hates kids and animals, and the kids think she is a witch. This scares. Yeah, I bet, Sam. You want to live by yourself in a big, creepy house. No, actually not life goals. You know why? Why? I want pets. (laughs) 
This scares Marianne, who starts to believe the kids. Boo-Boo then goes over there, and Marianne tries to get him, but not before Mrs. Porter scares the poor cat away. And Marianne takes the kids back inside, ending the chapter. I mean... I could have put more, but this it, it, it did not add to the plot, but yeah. it's a cute chapter. Yeah. Chapter 11. Uh, we, we file for chapter 11. Chapter 11. <laughs> Uh, it is the Wednesday following their babysitting jobs, and the girls are having their meeting and setting up jobs. They've all pulled together $26.75. Not bad for 1980s money. Yep. They plan on... Can we get a... Uh, can we... This book came out in 86. Can we get how much that would be in today's uh, economy, please, Sam? Yeah. Usually I would have this note already down, but I just wasn't thinking about it before. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this book came out in 86. $73.43, which, again, not... Yeah, not bad for not four a, girls. Yeah. In, a, in, a one, in four jobs worth. Yeah. That's not bad. 20 bucks a job, roughly. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Uh, can we get twenty six seventy five divided by four? How many they would have made uh, individually on that, please, Sam? So, technically, it would be a little over $8 each. There we go. See? Sam didn't need it. Because it's tw- cause 20... Yeah. Twenty six seventy five divided by four. Go on. Why did you have 420 divided by 420, Sam? 420. <laughs> 75 divided by 4. Yeah. $6.68. Okay, not bad. Not bad for each other. I think girl. I was just going too high because... Yeah. They plan on celebrating with a little pizza party with all the junk food they could eat. Then they remember Stacy's diet and feel a little bad. Stacy says it's fine because she'll be in New York the day prior and may not be back in time for it. And she rushes away, leaving the girls puzzled with her actions. I want to think she Naruto runs away. <laughs> Christy heads home and Watson... She's cool in the 80s. She wouldn't Naruto run. I just wanted to make She wouldn't that Tina Belcher run away. Uh, I just thought that would be funny. Is that fair? <laughs> I wanted to be Christy stupid. heads home and Watson is there for dinner, even though they're just having leftovers. Mom tells Christy to put on something nice, and Christy sees her brothers also getting dolled up. At the dinner table, everything is set up nicely, drinks are in nice cups, and candles are set. Mom finally tells them why. Watson has asked her if she would become engaged with him, and she says she'll think about it. Christy has many questions for Mom, like where will they live, will they have to change schools, and etc. Mom says shut up and just enjoy the meal, you little brat. I mean, those are valid questions, though. Like, I too would be concerned if I... Shut up and eat your meal, you little fucking brat. Sam ate my food. What? Sam ate my food. Yes, Sam. Sam ate your food. (laughs) Stop referring to yourself in the third person, you fuck. Sam can do whatever she wants. Chapter 12, Sam eats a butt. Sam can do what they want. Nah. Sam doesn't like that. Chapter 12, that night the girls, minus Stacy, plan on still having the pizza party, but without the pizza. And if Stacy is back on time, they'll order it. Sadly, their plans fall through. Marianne's dad won't let her spend her money on the pizza party. Marianne also doesn't want to go if they're paying for everything, because she feels bad about it, which makes sense. I was going to say, that's, that's, that's at least a nice thing. Like... Yeah. Claudia also is in trouble with her parents because she hasn't been doing well in school. Later, Chrissy tries calling Stacy to see if she's back, and Stacy's mom, who does not have it going on, unfortunately... <laughs> Says she stayed in New York with friends and wouldn't be back until tomorrow. But then Marianne calls and says she saw Stacy in town just now. That bitch is lying. And the party is pretty much canceled. And to make things worse, the prom is tomorrow. Uh, no, uh, to make things worse, Watson needs his kids babysat. And Christy is the only one available. Chapter 13. Christy makes a discovery. She's gay. No. Like, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just, I can look back to it on the afternoon. So we already passed it. Okay. Like, are we super past it? Yeah. We okay. already passed it. Like, it's enough that. <laughs> Good job. Chapter 13. I'm Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Christy is picked up by Watson almost immediately and is rushed to his house. His ex-wife has a broken ankle and didn't want the kids to have to wait in the hospital with him. Good dad. Yeah. Christy makes the kids lunch, and they bond over having divorced parents. It's a nice, tender moment. Also, something I love. Huh. The three-year-old just goes, yup, yeah. for everything. Just... Yeah. Instead of, like, being a little, like, muddled jabber rat. Yeah, just, yup. Yep. A little hand kill. Christy is starting to like Watson's kids. Watson gets home 
And before Christy leaves, the kids say they wish she was their stepsister. Christy is touched by that, but says, how about I start off as just your babysitter? And they're happy with that. When Christy is home, she has a heart-to-heart with Mom and says she'll be their babysitter for real. Chapter 14, uh, the, the Emotions Run High. That's, that's what the name of this chapter is, Emotions Run High. Yeah. Uh, on that Monday, everything is going better. Marianne spoke with her dad about her money, and as long as she puts half away in the bank, she can spend the other half as she pleases. Honestly, not a bad medium. Yeah, that's not that's not horrible. That's that's, that's pretty it. fucking fair. Claudia got a good grade on her last assignment, and she talked with her parents about her studies. And as long as she puts an hour into homework after dinner. She can still babysit. And I think that's also a good compromise. Like, yeah, there's some good compromising here. Fo- focus on your studies and... But, yeah. Yeah. Christy then starts an argument with Stacy about having her mom lie. Stacy and Claudia say that Marianne and Christy are too immature to understand. All this yelling gets Mimi, Claudia's grandmother's attention. And I thought there was going to be a moment where Mimi's like... Oh, how about we no argue? How about we talk over tea? Yeah. And do something racist and Asian. No, but instead she's like, okay, figure it out yourselves. Yeah, Let me know if you need it. Figure it out yourselves, you little brats. Which, that's fair. Uh, this, uh, what's it called? Da, 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 da. This calms the tension momentarily when Mimi interrupts the fighting, but they soon get a call and are all able to take the job. Claudia insults the club idea when they're all available for the same job. Christy and Marianne storm off both hoping that the club will keep the four of them together. This is pretty late in the book to be having this big of a problem. That should have been like... Chapter 6. Chapter 8. That evening... Maybe even chapter 10. Yeah. That evening, Chrissy's mom agrees to become engaged with Watson. That's the cherry on top. Woo. (laughs) Chapter 15, the last chapter. That following day, Christy only musters up the courage to ask Claudia one thing. Can they still have the meeting tomorrow? Claudia says, sure. That same night, Watson has Christie's family over for dinner. Dinner is fondue, and they make fun rolls with the with the me- with this messy meal. Watson starts with whoever drops their bread in the cheese has to kiss the person on the right. This happens to Christie, and the person on her right is Watson. I think he's set it up because he's a fucking pervert. Yeah, I'm like, oh. Embarrassed, she gives him a quick peck on the cheek. Later that night, she feels guilty about the quick pick and writes Watson a note. It reads like this on page 145. I'm sorry I didn't give you a long enough kiss. I'll make sure to make it on the lips next time. Daddy. It's not what that's... This is not what the fuck it... That was Sam's voice. I'm gonna pitch it down. Dear Watson, the next time you need a babysitter for Andrew and Karen, please call me first. I'd be happy to do the job. Yours truly, Christy. P.S. The fondue was fun. P.P.S. I like your house. P.P.P.S. If you and mom want to get married, it's okay with me. I almost wrote love Christy, but then I didn't want to get mushy, so I didn't say anything else. I taped the note to Watson's bathroom mirror. That Wednesday, the girls make up and decide to throw the pizza party again, since they're all still friends. Christy offers to hold it at her house so Stacy can continue to flirt with Sam. And so they can also have a slumber party! Yay! Yay! That Saturday, they have their slumber party. Stacy finally builds the courage to tell them why she doesn't eat the same food. It's not because of anorexia, like we all thought, including Christy, who blurts it out. She has diabetes. <laughs> they're all, they're like, that's all, and this helps Stacy feel a bit more comfortable because her mom made it feel like a curse. The girls agree to hold a slumber party once a month. The end. Thank you, Sam. You, you gonna give us our your notes? Yeah, so, so I'm like, maybe, it's not really a club, it's more of an agency. Fair. I, Basically, like a talent agency kind of thing, because you, you have dues. Yeah. I'm gonna say in the way you get a cut of the like the the agency gets a cut. Yeah. But it's not. It's still not a bad idea. Yeah. Um. Thought I had a burp. There's a lot of boring exposition, honestly, at times, where they'll be like, Christie's Mary Ann's mom is dead, and that's why the dad is so strict. And I'm like, okay, thanks. You don't know these characters, though. True. It just felt kind of clumsy at times. I don't think it's clumsy. It's the first book. True. You gotta have these kind of things. Now, if it's in future books and it's like this, then I would agree with you. But this is the first book. I don't think it's clumsy. Fair enough. So they do have a weird little moment with uh, Claudia and Christy, Hmm. where she's like, you're so pretty, you don't need makeup. And she's like, you just think I'm exotic. And she's like, and then Christy's like, it's true. I think she's exotic looking. 
And it just felt weird. <laughs> just a little weird. Okay. And then, so one thing you didn't mention was Claudia's genius sister. I, she felt so inconsequential. No, I'm like, I get that, but I'm yeah. just... So one thing is they say she has an IQ of 196. Yeah. She's going to be so fucked up as an adult. <laughs> like, so I have geniuses in my family, mm-hmm. like, stupidly high IQ, and they are probably, no offense if they're listening to this, they're probably, like, the most fucked up of my family, like, in the way of, like, mental health. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, high IQ doesn't mean you have it easy. That's no. all I'm going to say. It's true. And also, goddamn, they get fudgicles at lunch. Yeah! Included with their fucking meals. With their meals! Now, I understand being able to fi- buy a fudgicle, like, separate from your meal, because, like, back at my middle school, you could buy, you know, just a normal meal, and then, like, they had, like, this little area in, like, the back area of the kitchen where you could buy, like, sweets and shit, like, fudgicles and, like, outrageous bars and crap. We had Snickers ice cream bars. That, too. And I remember the lunch lady one time was like, you seem to be getting these every day. Should we call your parents? And I was like, that's none of your business. And I walked away with my candy bar. I mean, really, like, on the one hand, I get it. But on yeah. the other hand, I'm like. Yeah. You're making the money. You're making the money off of me. Woman. I'm like, uh, Why whatever. Why are you crying? Also, I'm trying to see what else. All right. Uh, well, uh, let me interrupt you. Since I don't think you have any more notes, do you? Um, oh, so the, like, Mrs. Porter's name. Yeah. That the that Karen, the ba- the five-year-old, gives her? Yeah. Morbida Destiny. Yeah. Which is honestly kind of a badass name. That's a badass name. Like, I'm like, I kind of want a name. I want that name. You can steal it. I'm going to steal it. Okay, it's all yours. And then some person's going to be like, you what? You listen to... You read the book. <laughs> you listen to Drunken Book Club? <laughs> Me too. High five. All right, Sam. So I have three notes. Unless you're not done. No, I'm good. Like, that's all my good ones. Okay. Have you ever had to do an assignment or seen someone forced to do an assignment... When they got in trouble. I don't think I have. I, this feels like something that, like, fucking boomers and Gen Xers, like, write into TV shows that just don't actually happen. Yeah, like, I, I kind of want to ask my sister, because she would have been... Yeah. She'd been in elementary school, but same energy. Yeah. But yeah, I never saw, like, extra work as a punishment. I saw detention. Yeah, detention, but never extra work. Yeah. On page 25, Christy is complaining about how boys are immature... And that they give girls nookies on their arms. Nookies are on the heads. Yeah, I'm like, that's not a noogie. That's not a noogie. I even Urban Dictionary that shit. Also, I will agree with her that they're, that 7th grade boys are immature assholes. Sam had crushes on boys at that point. Not really. Mm. A lot of... I really didn't have that many. Alright, and this is the segment of the... Sh- this is a new segment on the show because this book had so many of these. And I feel like I should bring these up every now and then uh, on these books. Popular culture and licensed food references. Alright. One of the kids, Christy Babysits, is playing with G.I. Joe's. Not, not, I, I, that's going to be the end of every reference to this. Because yeah. I'm just going to start labeling off now. So G.I. Joe's, Sesame Street, Peanut M&M's, Twinkies, Wint O Green Lifesavers, Rainbow Bright, Candyland, Peter Rabbit, Where the Wild Things Are, Toys Are Us, Guinness Book of World Records, Coca-Cola, Spaghettios, Gatorade, Juicy Fruit Gum, Pop Tarts, Little Toot, The Snowy Day, The Day, uh, sorry, The Tale of Mrs. Tiggy Winkle, The Little Engine That Could, Monopoly, Kleenex, Geritol, and Dentu Grip. That was all the stuff that is a popular culture reference or a licensed food in this book. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of myself for making sure I got them all. Like, I started off with G.I. Joe thinking it'd be, like, a fun thing to do. And then you're like, oh my god, it keeps going. I'm like, oh my god, there's a lot of, like, food in this book. Yeah. Uh, So, Sam, do you have any pairings with this one? So, part of me goes in the same vein of, like, a middle school coming-of-age thing. Mm -hmm. A book we've already reviewed. Are You There, God Is Me, Margaret. I don't think it'd pair well with this one. I think it would. I, I, just because they're both female protagonists at the age of 12... I don't think they're going through the same things as Margaret. I'm just saying it would be another good one if you want another like coming of age kind of thing. Mm, I guess, but I, I don't think it I don't think it pairs well. I mean, I was a weird middle schooler, so I can't go off of what I would like in middle school. So I'd been like Sonic Adventure Two, <laughs> Battle. <laughs> yeah, don't forget the battle. Because I had it on GameCube, so yeah, I did as well. Do I still have it on GameCube? Think you do? I don't. Damn. 
What a shame. I traded it in when I was like in like sophomore year because I was like, I'm cool, I'm beyond this. I tra- and then I, I also traded my in probably around that time as well. And then I got on antidepressants and I'm like, shit, I wish I had this. Yeah. But now I have it on the Xbox 360. Yay. I'm going to play nothing but the cho- but playing with the chows. Yeah. You're going to say Chocobo Garden. What other pairings do you have? Um, I don't have that many, honestly. Okay. I have two pairings for this one. Uh, both are TV shows. I decided to go TV shows because I'm not going to go with the stereotypical ones of stuff related to babysitters. But let's start off with the obvious pairing. The literal adaptation of this book. I'm going to recommend the first episode from the Netflix series, The Babysitter's Club, as it's a pretty decent modern retelling of the first book. It's not half bad. It's actually pretty <laughs> decent. Definitely not made for like our age group. It's definitely made for the girls who you know are right for this. Yeah. But it wasn't... So bad, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm bored or anything like this. It's not like the really bad 1990s show. Oh my god, that, that was I tried painful. watching last night. Oh, so painful. It was like it. It's like 1990s pre Degrassi bullshit. It, it's like the well, it's like the early 90s, and it's, it's very 1990. Much, it yeah. literally came out in 1990. So it has that very like kind of saccharine feel to it. Yeah. Uh, my other pairing is the Bob's Burgers episode, season eight, episode four. Sit me, baby, one more time. Tina has is starting her own babysitting company and is babysitting for a nightmare child. And I feel like her starting her own company is kind of like the Babysitter's Club and it's also a really fun one. Well, and I'll bet you also uh, there's a there's ones where there are kids from hell. Yeah, I bet there are. Yeah. So I figured I'd do two relatively similar premises at least. I mean, one clearly the adaptation and the other one being this. I did not. I couldn't find the movie for streaming for free, and I did not want to pay three dollars for it to rent because I didn't know if it would be worth my time because it did not make its money. It barely made its money back in the box office. What year did it come out? Like ninety six. Okay. Yeah. I was like four, so. Yeah. No. All right, Sam. What's your review of this book? Don't you drink that water? Fucking review this book. You don't get to drink. No drinking on the job. So. I thought it definitely was not for me. It's definitely aimed toward a younger audience, and it's a lot more fun. That's how all these books are! No, I'm, let me finish. Sorry. Let me fucking finish. It also wouldn't necessarily be something I would have read as a kid. Okay, that's better. That's what you should have started with. I am drunk. Shut the fuck up. I'm crazy. I got nitpick everything. I'm just pointing out the obvious. We are drunk at book club. We read young adult books. Reread Bailey School Kids and Magic Treehouse. Oh, this book wasn't made for me. I don't think I care for it. But it's definitely like more feminine than I would have even gone for in that age. That's fair. But it's still really well done. It has a little bit of meandering and sometimes some weird plot points mm-hmm. that don't necessarily pay off. But overall, not a bad choice if that's something that a kid wants to get into. Yeah. So, yeah. So what would you rate it out of five? I would give it three G.I. Joe dolls out of five. Mm, Team Watson here. action figures, daddy. I'm your stepdaddy now. Mm, not till the, six, the, like, the sixth book, bitch. <laughs> I did look it up. Uh, <laughs> I just looked up the what books, like what the different titles were, and I think that was like the sixth one is like Christie's Big Whatever, and it's like all the babysitters have to babysit all the kids during the wedding, and they're like freaking the fuck out because it's too many. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I would freak out too if there were that many children. All right, here's my review. This one isn't a spectacular book, but it's a simple, clean experience. It's inoffensive and safe. There are moments I really enjoy, like chapters 7 through 10, describing their babysitting experiences. Because they're really fun chapters. I was going to say, those are honestly the highlight of the book for me. I think it's because they're like they're kind of like short stories within the book. Yeah. Like, they're just fun little side stories that kind of break away from the main plot. And I think they work really well. Yeah. And it Do also shows off the other characters a little bit more. It does. Do they further the plot? No. But this book doesn't really have a strong plot to follow. Uh, it's a basic premise to get us started and to get us interested in these characters, which I liked. Is it a strong book? Not really. Do I feel robbed of my time? Not at all. It's a good, clean book for young girls, and I award it three and a half fat cats getting cursed by an old woman (laughs) out of five. Uh, so yeah. I would say this is probably... It's up there of the books of the three books we've read this year. That's not. It's literally probably the best book we've read this year. I think. I think so. I mm, yeah. 
I think I liked it more it, than Hank the Cow Dog. I was gonna dog. say, it's kind of like neck and neck with Hank the Cow Dog. Yeah. Like, it's not... Like, E.T. was fucking awful. Yeah, and then E.T. is just in the pits of hell. Like, that's gonna be the worst one of the year, I think. Like, no matter what. Unless we read something somehow worse, but I do not want to experience that. No. Uh, I mean, we're pretty lined... We're lined up for some pretty decent ones coming up. You'll say next uh, month. Next month is, um, uh, Animorphs number four, The Messenger. Uh, that's the one that has Cassie as the main character, so it'll be a really fun one. Uh, May, we're going with a spongy chosen book, because he did decide on a book while he was still a patron. Uh, the, uh, what's called, the Something Tales of I Am Weird or something? I, I, I have it written down. I have the book. I just can't remember the name of the title. I feel weird. We just don't have it right now. I don't have it right in front of me. Yeah. Uh, June is going to be Judy Bloom June. Where we read the next Judy Bloom book uh, that I feel like. I think we're going to go with Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. Because why not? And from the... I think July we should do a Goosebumps book for my birthday. Okay. I feel... Because like these come at the end of the month. My birthday's the end of the month of July. Why not? And then yeah. Sam can choose a book for October. Cool. JK. October's spooky month. Okay. She can have September though. Because your your birthday is the beginning of October. It, True. It's, it falls pretty close to September. Yeah. I'll, so I'll take that. So I'll take book on September. I'll take that. There we go. Happy medium. Yeah. Yeah. We compromised. We compromised. We learned that from the Babysitter's Club. We, we learned that from Babysitter's Club. It's so good. We learned something today. We learned how to be better I kind, friends. I kind of want to like put these and see how we rank them each month and then like at the end of the I, year i do actually uh have a goodreads and i have put them i do have like i, I stopped a little bit ago because like it feels weird to put my goodreads uh, like review on there but i linked the podcast to my goodreads review though yeah so uh that's that's how i keep it together at least that's fair i need to update it though i definitely do need to update it i'm gonna put it in this notebook there you go that'll be fun yeah maybe we can do that for like the end of the year kind of like a best of of uh twenty or or how our year in review of book, Chung and Book Club yeah for uh twenty twenty two sorry twenty twenty three sorry all right I think that's a good episode right there thank you for joining us this week or this month on Drunk and Book Club this week on speaking of which if you enjoyed what you heard make sure to like subscribe rate and review us where you can on all those different platforms don't if you're gonna rate if you're gonna review us on uh, iTunes, I just looked it up. We only have three written reviews, but four ratings in total on iTunes. Mm -hmm. Three of them are five stars. Very awesome. Thank you for those reviews. One of them is a two star, but no written review. What did we do wrong? What, what? did we do wrong, asshole? Are you just putting a two star to be a dick? Just saying. Are you one of the other speaking of which podcasts? That there are, just... are like two others, and I'm just gonna say I was still the first. So uh, buzz off. Even though I've been thinking recently, I almost want to make Drunken Book Club the main podcast. But, like, this is how I'd want to do it. I'd want to do one real Drunken Book Club. Mm -hmm. One where we just read a book and just not get drunk for it so we don't, we aren't killing our livers. Yeah. Or at least I can drink, you maybe won't, I don't know. Because I'd be okay with drinking, but I don't know. It's one of those, I don't know if I'd get drunk. Like, yeah. I could maybe, like, nurse a hard lemonade or a beer. Yeah, yeah. Drinking book club. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, any other book club for women. And then do, oh, what's it called? And then, like, have Let's Read kind of fill out the rest. Because, like, I feel like those pad out those uh, those, those kind of weeks kind of easily. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I feel like Drunken Book Club, you know, it's, it's, my, it's my terrible mind being like, speaking of which doesn't add anything to culture, but people love Drunken Book Club, and I totally agree with them. Drunken Book Club is my favorite series that I've ever made on this show. I think part of it is... It's very focused on an idea. It's easy to do with just the two of us. Yeah. Because it's just a 120-page book. I think it was also because, like, I wasn't sure how we were going to do this, like, these upcoming weeks. Because, like, unfortunately, Weez can't join us, like I said, on the previous episodes. Um, that Weez couldn't join us. But it's a good reason. Like, I would it's, say... It's, it's, yeah, it's not like he's quitting the podcast. He's not quitting the podcast. And he's not just, like, flaking on us. Like, yeah. It's, it's like, a, I'm just, I, like, I'm just worried about the day when it's, like, no one's gonna be able to join us because they're all busy with other things. And it's, like, what can I do for the podcast now with just me and Sam, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, I don't want to go back to 2020 shit where we're just going crazy. And it's, like, why not make Drunken Book Club just the main podcast? I would... I, I, I don't know. I kind of want to retire, speaking of which... It's up to you. Like, I can't... Like, I know. I don't think I will, but... I Like, if anything, I want to keep the Speaking of Which network, if anything. Yeah. Like, the thing with Speaking of Which is that, like, I would have to still continue to pay 100 plus bucks uh, once a year to be able to keep all these podcasts alive. And I'm like, is it really worth doing? 
Like, I would be willing to save all the Drunken Book Clubs and all the other ones I really like and maybe putting them somewhere else. Maybe putting them on YouTube so I don't have to pay for anything. Yeah. Could easily do that if I really wanted to just to keep them alive somewhere, but I don't, I don't know. I don't really care either. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. This is probably just drunk Chris being depressant because that's how I am. And and alcohol is a depressant. Yeah. Don't drink and be sad, kids. Drink and be happy. Don't like your mummies. Don't cope with depression with alcohol. Don't do it. Do, do, do it. Don't do it. Do it. Don't do it. Do it. Do it. God damn you, Grandmaster Funk. Stop it. Do it. Don't do it. Stop it. Giving me mixed messages. <laughs> uh, white lines flowing through my mind. Hey, if you like what you heard, also subscribe to us or follow us on Twitter at SOW underscore podcast. And if you really like us, go to speaking of which... Or, <laughs> Patreon.com slash speaking of which, it's a dollar a month for our Patreon. You get a bonus episode every week. You get uh, the episodes up early of speaking of which, and also the other show I do, speaking of flicks, if I watch a new movie that week, of course, up early, which I do unlock for people later on that that following Monday. So if you do want to hear my review of a new movie on Friday, it's available for all, for all patrons, but that Monday, you can listen to it for free. It's, you just gotta got go to the Patreon. It is big if I do end up dry running, though, or test running a movie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this upcoming week, me and Sam can watch Shazam or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Sam, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and very rarely on Tumblr at Berserker Rose. I'm uh, just not good at reblogging or doing anything interesting on Tumblr. Yeah. Twitter's fun. Partially because I need to, like, because a lot of people I followed are, like, either deactivated or haven't posted since the Tumblr purge of, like, 2014? Was it? Uh, 2016, 2016. When they were, like, no porn and everyone was like, well, fuck this then. Fuck that. I went and jacked off somewhere else. I'm gonna say a lot of my likes got destroyed. Yeah. (laughs) So, folks. (laughs) Yeah, she masturbated those. Uh, folks. (laughs) You don't need to tell everyone. That was implied. That was implied, but I, I felt they deserved to know... Our, our audience deserves to know these things. Hey, radio host Chris, what's the new song of the week? Hey, make sure it's done by a woman. Come on. This is Baby Sears Club. Let's put a girl performer on here. It is Women's History Month. Yeah, that, 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 I guess that's kind of why we chose Baby Sears Club yes. as well. Well, Sam chose, was the one who wanted to do this series in general. Because I was curious. Because, yeah, I never... S- I want to read more, personally. I'd be okay with reading more. Like, I'm I, not opposed. I'm down for another... I wouldn't... I don't think I want to go in order... But I wouldn't mind doing one of the other books. Yeah. I wonder if there's a Babysitter's Club podcast. I, I, might, I might look it up, see if there's any good ones out there. See if uh, see if you guys, if you're a Babysitter's Club podcast, reach drop, out. drop a line, reach out. Or I, I mean, I don't like to reach out because it's like I'm a weirdo podcaster. But you guys, if you ever want to reach out to me about your podcast or anything, hey, I will gladly, uh, I will gladly, uh, what's it called? Talk on your podcast. Okay, thanks, bye. Everyone have a good night. Radio host Chris with a song. Hey, cool cats, it's radio host Chris. Hey, I'm back again. I'm here to tell like this. Oh, yeah. Don't you know it? Hey, this week's song is going to be by Meet Me at the Altar. These women are kicking ass and taking names. I chose a song, Cool, spelt with a K, because they are cool with a K. Okay, get next, bye. You're so cool.